Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hey, by the book listeners, Kristen here. Did you know that you can receive a weekly by the book affirmation mini-sode plus the rules of every book that we've lived by? It's easy. All you have to do is become a member of our Patreon community. To learn more, go to patreon.com slash listen to buy the book. Again, that's patreon.com slash listen to buy the book, or just look at the episode description from today's show. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. You are a huge bitch. Oh, you stop. You're such a huge bitch. Oh my gosh, no, you are. You are like the biggest bitch I know. Stop it. You, my friend, you are the biggest bitch in the whole world. Oh my gosh, you are too sweet. Thank you. No, thank you. Uh, are you curious why we're so into being called bitches? You shouldn't be. Obviously, this has something to do with a book we're living by. Because I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book, bitch. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. And today we're living by Why Men Love Bitches, From Doormat to Dream Girl, A Woman's Guide to Holding Her Own in a Relationship by Sherry Argov. 
Sherry Argov is a French-born writer and now lives in Los Angeles. In her early 20s, she began researching and writing about relationships. She noticed that there wasn't much advice that dealt with the reality of what could happen to you in a bad relationship. To gather more information, Argov interviewed hundreds of men from all walks of life to uncover all their male secrets. And she realized that women were being misled to believe that men wanted subservient women when, in fact, they're secretly attracted to strong women. She then wrote her book, Why Men Love Bitches, From Doormat to Dream Girl, A Woman's Guide to Holding Her Own in a Relationship. The book became an international bestseller after its release in 2002, leading to a sequel and appearances on multiple media outlets, including The View and The Today Show. In Why Men Love Bitches, Argov posits that every woman has had a man pursue her, only for the man to lose interest the minute she gave in. That's because nice girls reek of desperation. The solution? To stop being a nice girl and start being a bitch. Bitches, as Argov sees it, send out the vibe, I love myself, and I'm driving this train. Meanwhile, nice girls send out the vibe, I can't live without you and please don't leave me. Bitches refuse to chase men and instead leave men always wanting more. Meanwhile, nice girls chase men and, like any creature being chased, the men run away. Argov says that any woman can be a bitch, and it doesn't take drop-dead gorgeous looks, intelligence, or a fortune spent in therapy. It's about having a certain edge, a devil-may-care attitude, and strength to prioritize herself over a man. Here's how you do it. Step one, go from doormat to dream girl. If you act like a doormat, men will treat you like one. So stop bending over backwards for him. Expect to be respected. Be selective about your availability. Call him back only when you're free. Forget his last name. Look at your watch if he brings up other women. Make him popcorn instead of a four-course meal. Stop asking for reassurance. Act like the catch you are and never let him feel as if he has a 100% hold on you. Step two, crack the code, embrace the chase. Men have an inherent need for the chase, as long as they're the ones doing the chasing. So take it slowly. Tell him you're not interested in jumping into a relationship with both feet. Make him miss you by not picking up your phone. Don't inform him of where you'll be at all hours. Don't mother him or smother him. Don't fall for his booty calls and make clear that you don't need him. You choose to be with him. Step three, make the most of your feminine and sexual powers. Men put women into two categories, good time only or worthwhile. Be in the latter category by refusing to have sex for at least a month. Be subtle with your flirting. Show one physical attribute at a time rather than showing everything. Kiss him passionately on the doorstep, but don't invite him in. Get him in the habit of putting forth effort for you. Once in bed, ask for what you want, and even after consummating the relationship, make it impossible to predict when he'll be able to make love with you again. Step four, convince him he's in control while you run the show. Men are about their egos, so let him be right while you're busy being smart. Don't act as though you're capable of everything or you'll be stuck doing everything. Make him feel needed by asking him to open jars or lift heavy things. Tell him you want him to keep you safe by walking your dog with you at dusk. Let him pay for the first few dates. Compliment him. And let him think things are his idea, even if he's taking credit for your ideas in front of others. Step five. Don't be needy. 
A man will value you for who you are if you love life with or without him. So don't cancel on your friends or plans because he called. Don't be a slave to the phone awaiting his every message. Talk succinctly like a man rather than repetitively and at length like a desperate woman. Don't obsess over his approval and don't try to get from him the things you should be giving to yourself. Step six, get to know the other team's secret playbook. Here's what men don't tell you. They want women to think they have other options even when they don't. They need variety in bed and surprises outside of bed. They assume bitchy women are more assertive sexually. They find talking about feelings a huge turnoff. They hate to see feminine products or see you on the toilet. And the number one fear every guy has is that after marriage, his girl will cut her hair, gain a bunch of weight, and stop putting out. Step seven, hold your own financially. You should never feel you're completely at a man's mercy, and when you're totally reliant on him financially, that's what you are. So make your own money. Don't risk being called a gold digger. Don't let him feel his money entitles him to control you or have the last word. Be mindful that being financially needy is as much a turnoff as being emotionally needy. And remember that having your own money means you always have a way out. Step eight, reignite the spark when he takes you for granted. If there are things he should be doing to take care of you, call another man to do them and see how fast he jumps into action. Reinforces small efforts by treating them as if they're heroic. Pull back a bit with no explanation. Randomize when you'll see him. Take off for the weekend without him to visit family or friends. Treat him casually like a friend. Laugh things off instead of being defensive. And own the fact that you're a bitch. That's what the book says. And so that's what we did for two weeks straight. All righty, my bitch, Jolenta. Tell us about your first week of living by Why Men Love Bitches. Well, bitch. I mean, Kristen. <laughs> all right, I got to cool it with all the bitch jokes. I started my week with step two. All right. That is crack the code, embrace the chase. Mm-hmm. And it says to embrace the chase, you have to let him know that you don't need him, you choose him. So I did exactly that with my partner, Brad. Just so you know, I don't need you. I choose to be with you. So, like, I want you, but I don't need you. Yeah. But in a good way. Yeah, I just want you to know, like, I don't need you to live. I just, like, want you. Although I am quite dependent on you currently. (laughs) (laughs) It's a matter of our love together. It's a a love of choice, but also... But also, like, I need you to go to the grocery store, perchance... I assume that's a good thing. I think so. <laughs> I'm not sure how well that went, Joel. No, me either. I'm not sure if it went well. Like, he got where I was coming from, but I feel like it also backfired in a sense that, like, I do very much need Brad, like, still, <laughs> especially right now, because, like, I'm still on immunosuppressants. There's still a pandemic that is surging. I literally need him to go out into the world, especially because people aren't really wearing masks right now. So, like, I do need him. <laughs> yeah. So you tried to start the conversation as a strong, independent lady, but it was lies. Yeah. And it's okay to need him. Reality took its toll. <laughs> So what did you do after that? So since that wasn't 
a success, I thought I would try like a stealthier tactic and do step four. Ah, yes. Step four is convince him he's in control while you run the show. Mm -hmm. And the book says to act like you're not capable of doing everything and to ask your man to do something that'll make him feel needed. So that's what I did. I'm feeling like a little nauseous and like uncoordinated. So is there any chance you could cut my apple for me? Yeah, sure. I would love that so much. Why are you being so nice? <laughs> Just really appreciate it. You've never been this nice about literally this exact thing. I just really would appreciate it and it'd be doing me a huge favor. Okay, it's not, literally not a problem. Oh, Jolenta, you know things are only going so-so when Brad asks why you're being nice. Right, right. <laughs> His classic question, why are you being so nice? <laughs> you know, it was a bit more positive that, like, he felt I was being nice, so that's, like, a good thing. Don't love that he was questioning it, but that probably gets into more of, like, my behavior and our dynamic than anything else. <laughs> but, like, I was feeling a bit more positive about the book's advice. So after that step, I felt a bit more ready to head over to step one. Ah, uh, yeah. Step one is to go from doormat to dream girl. Right. I would say it's, like, the titular step, but it's the, like, subtitular step. <laughs> anyway, doormat to dream girl. Uh. For this step, the book says you have to make sure he knows you can take him or leave him and uh, like be selective about your availability. So that's what I did that afternoon when Brad checked in with me about what we were going to do for dinner that night. Um, so I'm going to go to the store mm -hmm. and get some groceries. But I think for dinner, I'd rather just like order in if that's okay. Yeah, I'll see if I can make it. See if you can make it? Yeah. Make what? Dinner. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I'll just see, who knows what I'll be up to. So like, I'll see if I can be there. No guarantees. Okay. <laughs> but we live together <laughs> and eat together every day. Yeah, no, just, I don't want you to think I'm a sure thing. So I'll see if I can make it. But yeah, ordering pizza sounds great. Why am I so insecure about getting pizza all of a sudden? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jolenta, you are being such a bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, totally succeeded at that step, obviously. <laughs> if making him feel insecure is the goal, I don't know. <laughs> also, like, I mean, that step didn't make much sense, probably because, like, the way I did it was uh, another lie. Like, of course, <laughs> I'm going to make it to the dinner at my own house, like, when I'm not into providing my own food for myself right now. <laughs> like, like, I was just lying to his face. But it kept him on his toes. It did. It did. Mm -hmm. And what did you do after that? So after that, I, I thought I would keep him on his toes even more, and I'd try step five to just show him how independent and cool I really was. Ah, uh, yeah. Step five is don't be needy. Don't need mm -hmm. him, Jolenta. Do not no, need him. I don't need him. He's not a piece of bread. Don't need him. Right. So for this one, I tried talking succinctly like a man, as the book recommends. And I did this first thing in the morning while I was getting dressed and getting ready for physical therapy. And by the time I was back from my appointment, Brad was asking questions about my behavior. Listen. Um, this morning when we were in the hall and you kind of bumped like 
pushed me aside? Like, were you upset? Were you annoyed with me? No. When I, I was, was like, we were in the hallway at the same time together? No, I was just trying to get past and like efficiently tell you where I was going. Like, going to the bedroom. Okay. And I wasn't trying to like insult you or like be pushy. I just was trying to like make it clear what I was doing. Okay. Right. So, okay. But if you're not... Sorry. I'm not mad. And I'm sorry if it was like too, too curt. Thanks. Welcome. Ooh. Does sound like you were being curt though, <laughs> Jolenta. Yeah, like the book told me to be. I guess. I guess. I don't know yeah. if the book said curt, but like, there's a fine line between a bitch and a curt bitch. Like, <laughs> is there a difference? I don't know. I don't know, but I guess the book is probably happy you weren't being. I don't know, emotive. Or explaining yourself. Yeah, like I was being like a dude, just do my own thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing in my way, dude? Get all the way. Maybe I'm, like, bad at being chill and it just comes off as rude. Or, like, perhaps that step did not go over so well. I did not try talking succinctly like a man again. And I ended my first week there with that sort of hiccup. Mm. But Kristen... I am so curious, you little bitch. How <laughs> did your first week of living by Why Men Love Bitches go? Where did you start off? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Even though we are joking around a lot and calling each other bitches, a lot of this book kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I, I don't really honestly see myself as bitchy. And I wasn't really fully ready to throw myself in there. So I kind of just tried to tiptoe in initially. And I did that with step four. And that is convince him he's in control while you run the show. Nice, subtle way to start. I like it. Yes. And part of the step is to make your man feel needed by having him help with simple tasks and then complimenting him. Listen. Honey? Yeah. Honey? Sorry to interrupt your game, but can you please open this jar of pickles? Yeah. Oh, thanks, honey. How's your game going? Uh, scary. Way scarier than I thought, and I still haven't found any mangroves. Very disappointed. Oh, wow. I'm sure you'll figure it all out. You're always very good at this. Uh, thanks. I'm sure I will. You will! You're the best. You'll do it. Nice, nice, nice. Beautiful pickle jar sound. Love a good pickle jar. <laughs> that didn't elicit any reaction whatsoever. He seemed sort of like run-of-the-mill activity for Dean. Then when you complimented him on his video games, we did seem to get a bit of that uh, almost Brad skepticism of like, why are you being so nice? <laughs> Thanks, I will. This is something I do all the time that you don't give a shit about. Like, uh, exactly. I don't care at all about video games. So, yeah, it, it wasn't necessarily a natural sounding thing for me to mm -hmm, be complimenting mm -hmm. him on his ability to game. Because, yeah, as he knows, I don't care. <laughs> right, right. A nice unnatural start, yeah. like any bitch. Um, what did you do next? I went from doormat to dream girl. Ah, uh, yes. Good old step one. Yes. And a part of the step is to be selective about your availability. Mm, so your man mm -hmm. treats you like the prize you are. So the next night when Dean asked if I wanted to go out for dinner, I said, no, I already have plans with Sudi. 
And did he go like, what? I want you to have plans with me. I need you more than anything. You're my dream girl, bitch. Is that what he said? No. In fact, he said, oh, that's great. I have a lot of work to do anyway. <laughs> so he just sounded relieved. He wasn't like, oh, really? What are you two doing? Oh, can can I join you? No. He, he was just like, yep, I'm going to work instead. And I, I mean, I'll say this, in fairness, he did actually have a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the response the book suggested he'd give me. So I decided I was going to double down with some step two. Step two is crack the code, embrace the chase. Um, how did you embrace that chase? <laughs> The next day when he was at work and he texted me or G-chatted me or called me, I chose not to respond. I chose not to pick up. And I figured if it bugged him, I would just tell him I was too busy doing step seven to be at his beck and call. Ooh, and step seven is just holding your own financially. I love it. So how did it work out? Was he freaking out? Was he like, I've never needed you more now that you're so hard to get? (laughs) Uh, Dean didn't seem to notice at all. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He did not notice. It it did nothing for him. He didn't ask where I was all day. It was just like, whatevs. He didn't care. So I figured it was time to totally change course via step eight. Oh, cool. Okay, that is reignite the spark when he takes you for granted, which he is, because he should be shitting his pants that you have not G-chatted him back. (laughs) Yes. And for this, I subtly threatened to let someone else take care of my needs if he wouldn't. Nice. Listen. Honey, do you want to rub my feet? My feet. My feet right here. Do you want to rub my feet? Did you want to show the Brooklyn off them? If you don't want to rub them, I'll hire somebody else to rub them. I can go to a massage place and have them do it instead if you like. You could. But will they do it this good? Oh, no, they won't. They'll probably do it better. No. Oh, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Dean, you fucking sucker. Fell right into that plant like it was a Venus flytrap, and you're a little fly. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that worked. It did. Wow, wow. You got all the attention you deserved. You reignited that spark. You literally, you didn't even have to threaten like another dude, like it says in the book. You just say, like, I could go to like get a foot massage. And he's like, No, I want to do it. I'm your big strong man. Oh my God. That is both gross and, like, shocking that it worked. (laughs) Well, if you think that kind of affection is gross and shocking, just you wait, Jolenta. Because after that, I did step three. Um, That is make the most of your feminine and sexual powers. Of course. Yes. What'd you do there? (laughs) How are you going to freak me out now? (laughs) Well, for this step... I made some Sunday morning overtures, if you will, but then I withdrew and I said, you should take me to brunch. You're not getting any action right now. Maybe we'll do this later. Maybe. We'll see. And here's how he responded. We'll come home later. Or we'll find a spot 
out there somewhere. Don't be full of expectation because you don't know when you're going to get it next. No, I You don't, don't know when you're going to get it I, next. I know. It'll be a lovely surprise. You can't just expect these things. I I'm not just a dishwasher you can turn off and on. Oh, really? Oh. Oh. Oh, honey. No, you have to. You, you have to know that. You'll never know when you're going to get it again. Mm-hmm. That's true. Ew, no. Stop. <laughs> God, you guys are like, your subtext is too overt. <laughs> like, I can hear what you're thinking. It's like, you got to learn how to, like, turn the subtext down. Like, we get it. You get it. Oh, I got it. I got it later, Jolenta. <laughs> Stop it. I don't even want to fucking know what you did next. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you anymore. You don't have to hear it. Good, because I'm sick of it. that's the end of my first week of living by why men love bitches. <laughs> Thank God. Before we get to our second weeks, we are going to take a quick break. Yes, but before we do that, all of you out there, have you lived by why men love bitches? Did it work for you? Share your story at facebook.com slash groups slash btbpod, or you can write to us at kristenandjolenta at gmail.com. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Save big money and start your spring project with help from Menards. We offer a huge selection of body plants, veggies, and herbs to plant at home and grow yourself. Right now, all four and a half inch Bonnie plants are on sale through May 5th. Head to the Menards Garden Center to get your garden growing and check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at All right, everyone, we are back. And Jolenta, it is time to hear all about your second week of living by Why Men Love Bitches. Yes, it is. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Let's see. Since things were not, like, going great during my first week, I thought I would add some spice and kick off my second week with step eight. Ah, yes, step eight. That's reignite the spark when he takes you for granted. He wasn't necessarily taking me for granted, but I did want that spark. So I took the book's advice about treating your guy like a hero when he does small things to reinforce good behavior. So when Brad went out on a ladder outside to attach like a drainage tube to the bottom of our air conditioner, I thought this would be a perfect chance to hero it up upon his return. My hero! I did it! 
You made us so the drips don't drip. I'm so proud of you. You've done so much amazing stuff today. I installed, I installed a three-inch piece of plastic. But it was hard. All I did. <laughs> but thanks for helping. Thanks for doing it. Good work. Ooh, Jolenta, he seemed pretty into that. Only a teensy bit skeptical that time, but, you mm-hmm. know, mostly into it. Right. It's a success as long as he didn't ask me why I'm being so nice, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not sure how in love he was or how much spark, but, like, he wasn't upset and skeptical. So <laughs> with the confidence of that success under my belt, I felt ready to get to know the other team's playbook a little. Oh, yes. That would be step six. Exactly. And I went subtle for this one. The book stresses the importance of keeping girly bathroom business out of sight. So I started just closing the door when I peed instead of leaving it open. For the record, I mostly leave it open so the dog doesn't cry, but I also don't care. (laughs) Side note, I do close it when I take a shit. Like, I'm not a monster. I do enjoy (laughs) private time. But that's all I did for step six. I just folded that, closing the door when I pee into my routine, and then I turned to step three. Nice. That is making the most of your feminine and sexual powers, Jolenta. Mm-hmm. So one time while I was in the bathroom with that door closed, I decided I would do a little grooming downstairs, which I haven't done since, like, mm, probably a bit before the pandemic, if we're being honest. (laughs) And so the book suggests, like, teasing him with your feminine wiles by showing him one body part at a time. So I went out and showed one body part. (laughs) Just thought you'd want to know, for the first time in years, I trimmed my pubes. You look cute. Good job. I love it. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Just clearing the bushes a little. Wow. Good job, babe. Thanks, babe. Oh, my God, Jolenta. I love that the one body part you show off is my vagina. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they say, like, don't give it all away, but I feel like I did give it all away with one body part, but not really. Yes. I mean... I don't think that's what she meant by one body part at a time. I think she meant like a shoulder, maybe maybe yeah. show off like your knees. Your knee, your upper leg, <laughs> lower back. Not like, look, I have no pants on. Check it out. Full frontal. Yeah, it was great. Hey, he enjoyed himself still. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. So what did you do after that? So the last step I hit up was just hold your own financially. And I was doing that this whole time, Kristen, by making this episode, which I do for work, as an equal contributor to my household. So I considered that step done once I finished out the two weeks. And to be honest, I was glad that this counted towards my financial freedom because this book was not very informative about how to like start earning an income if you don't have one or how to like ask for a raise or whatever to like hold your own financially. So I truly just said the step was done at the end of two weeks. Uh, I'll give you a pass on that. Thank you. I, I, I have done uh, less savory things. Let's just put it that way. So I will accept it. Yes. (laughs) So that's where I ended my second week. But 
Stay tuned because I will have a step six update in the verdict. Ooh, love Mm -hmm. that cliffhanger. Love it. Love it. So let's move on to you, shall we? When we left off, Dean was totally falling for all this shit, hook, line, and sinker, thanks to your taunting and your foot rubs that you could get elsewhere. (laughs) How was your second week? Where'd you start it? Well, I figured if I could get physical affection with my taunting, and I was getting a lot of it at the end of week one, maybe I could also get some other things as well. And so I set out to do that by enlisting step six. Oh, well, that's just getting to know the other team's secret playbook. Yes. And according to the step, men don't want women to cut off their hair. So I sort of threatened to do that. Here's what happened. So, honey, how would you feel if I cut off all my hair? Kind of like, I don't know, something short, something that's much closer to my scalp? Sure. I mean, your body, your choice, sweetie. But I thought you always liked my long hair. I think it looks great, and I love that you like it. That's good, right? Well, maybe I'll just trim my bangs. Okay. Do you want me to help? So, as you can hear, Dean didn't feel shaken at all by the idea of me cutting my hair. In fact, he trimmed my bangs for me. I have to say they look very good. You got him to cut your hair. Yeah. So I figured, why not manipulate him even more? And this time, manipulate him to spend less time with his video games and more time with me. So the next day, when there was a festival on my street... I asked him to maybe step away from his games and go with me. He said, sure, he would in 10 minutes. But then a half hour passed, so I enlisted step five. Okay, and step five is don't be needy. Ew, I'm intrigued. Yes, exactly. Listen. I think that's a marching band outside. You're not done, are you? Are you? Because you said half an hour ago you'd be done in 10 minutes. Well, I just don't know how much longer that marching band will be there. And I don't need you to feel guilted into coming with me. So I will I will go to see the marching band by myself, hon. It's fine. I'm going to go without you. See you later. Oh, shit. Look at you. Such a bitch. <laughs> Leaving on her own. She doesn't need him to go with her. Uh, did it work? Did he run after you being like, babe, babe, you're all over Blanchett? <laughs> he did. Listen. Sorry I'm late. Uh, it's okay, I, honey. It's okay. I just I got distracted by my game. I When I said 10 minutes, I wasn't really I wasn't looking at my watch. I was just gauging 10 minutes with my internal clock, which is terrible, particularly when it's sucked into an all-immersive video game. And so... I should have paid more attention. That was very rude of me to not actually pay attention to the time. But I made a commitment. Wow. We are here now, and we are listening to a marching band. So everything is fine, thank you. It's all good. Yay! <laughs> the band is great. You know what? I am not Wow. 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 That actually fucking worked. (laughs) You're two for two in week two. So what did you do after that? Well, there's one more thing I wanted in week two, and that was to have Dean do some housework. 
So Ooh, I enlisted yeah. some more of that step four, the step that I tried in week one. Mm, convince him he's in control while you secretly run the show. Exactly. I'm not sure if you can hear that, but that is the sound of Dean doing the dishes. Why is he doing the dishes? Because I tricked him into thinking it was his idea. Uh, I mentioned nonchalantly that the sink wasn't draining correctly and how good he is at fixing the drains and so on. And then he said he would take over. Did you... Have you tricked me? Are you trying to I, trick me into doing the dishes? I thought you were just doing the dishes. What are you doing here? Go back to doing the dishes. You know, what are you, you doing? Can just ask me. You don't have to try and trick me. Oh my god! It's just simple thing to do. <laughs> Caught in the act. Caught. Red-handed. Red bitch-handed. Yes. Note to self, if you are in my kitchen, you can still hear somebody whispering very loudly in the bedroom, apparently, and uh, that's how I learned that. And that person may not like the fact that you're playing head games with them. Interesting. Dean didn't, so... It was not the ideal end to week two, and uh, even though we sounded very playful there, after I stopped recording, he genuinely was like, you don't have to play games with me, Kristen, please. (laughs) (laughs) He really was just like, come on. As the person who already does all the housework, Kristen, please just be direct. Yeah, please, please. Please just be direct with me. Yeah, so sounds kind of funny there, but it did end up with Dean having a legit talk with me after that. So not a super sexy end of the week, not the kind of a man chasing down that bitch and loving it sort of moment, Uh, kind of the opposite of that. Interesting, interesting. I'm so curious to hear your verdict. But first, we're going to take a break before we do verdicts. And listen, do you think we're bitches? Do you think we're great? Let us know by reviewing us. (laughs) Don't be a bitch. Review us. Look down at wherever you're listening. Hit five stars. Maybe write a little blur. Be like, it's so fun. Or like, these bitches are bitches. And it helps other people find the show. It helps us stay in those charts. So when people are browsing, they're like, this looks interesting. Who are these two bitches? You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Save big money on your next project with help from Menards. Move water where you need it quickly with a Barracuda sump pump. Sump pumps keep your basement dry when big storms hit unexpectedly. Get a half-horsepower cast iron Barracuda sump pump on sale now through May 5th. Hurry into Menards and don't forget to check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Alrighty, Jolenta. It is time to get down to business. Did why men love bitches actually work? Would we recommend it? 
oh, Kristen, this book was such a wild ride. (laughs) I'm going to say this book sort of felt like if men are from Mars, women are from Venus, which we did do on this show. Please listen back to earlier seasons. Had a baby with he's just not that into you, which we Mm. haven't done for the show. (laughs) It's like this mutant baby that loves like heteronormativity and like passive aggression. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a lot. Um, There was no mention of same sex couples in this book at all. I mean, I guess it like same sex couples sort of ruin the premise of like men and women being together, which is all this book is about. Mm-hmm. But so weird. Uh, it was so straight and honestly boring to read, even though it's a little short for a book. It read like the longest Cosmo list of like vague tips and tricks in the world. You know, there's lots of general like believe in yourself and fake it till you make it. But all with the goal of like tricking a man into thinking you know your worth. Yeah. Like doesn't tell you how to know your worth or that like knowing your worth is like that that important. It's more about looking like you know your worth. And It's just so sexist with all the things about, like, how boys think versus how girls think. And, like, we're different animals. Girls are so desperate. Stop letting him see how desperate you are. Here's the secrets that the other sex doesn't want you to know. It's like, we're all humans. We're not different animals. (laughs) Like, this book was reductive sexist, myopic. Every chapter was like a list upon a list, upon a blurb, upon a list, upon a list in two in a two-column table. Like, <laughs> this book is just basically full of one-sentence hot takes, which makes sense as to why it was, like, popular on TikTok for a while last year. People were reading blurbs, and it, it sounded, like, super appealing. But then once you, like, you know, read the rest of the blurbs, you're all like, this is vague and sexist. Yeah. Also, side note, I know this is such a long verdict, but she tells us nothing about how she collected her data with her interviews of, quote unquote, hundreds of men. She has no credentials and she has truly the online presence of a grifter. This was a bestseller 20 years ago and there is still like no information about her backstory. (gasps) The bio you hear in this show is the most I was able to cobble together with like obscure interviews. So, like, I did not know it was possible for someone we know so little about to become a best-selling relationship expert. And, like, we've read some doozies. (laughs) But on the flip side, when I checked in with Brad at the end of the two weeks about step six, which is knowing the other team's playbook, I got a whole different story. Have you noticed that I've been closing the door to go to the bathroom? (laughs) No, but now that you mention it. Yes. Do you like that? Uh, Do you yeah. not care? Why do you like it? I think it keeps some of the mystery alive, baby. Whoa, whoa. Okay, interesting. I think. So, I clearly hated this book. It jerked Brad around, but one small bit of mystery was preserved because of this book's advice. And the mystery was not your vagina. Yeah. Or was it? <laughs> Even though he liked seeing it in the other step. I don't know. <laughs> this book... In my opinion, sucked and was super contradictory. Although, like, some of the little things make men go like, ooh, apparently. (laughs) Even though they shouldn't because they're stupid and sexist. (laughs) Okay, now that I'm done with possibly my longest verdict ever, Kristen, what do you think? Well, first, I just need to second everything you say about how this book was written. It is 
so repetitive. There are so many lists. And then on top of all of the repetitive lists, there's also these 100 attraction principles that are sprinkled without. And then there's a whole other chapter that just lists the attraction principles. All 100 of them. And then there are chapters that recap other chapters. Yeah. And then, as you said, there's tables. And then I just didn't even know what to do with this. It, it was almost like 5,000 tweets, and this book was written before Twitter, yes. that were all oh my just God, like, yes. like pasted on top of each other. It was terrible to read, just terrible to read. Yeah. But beyond the structure of the book, there's also the content, which I agree with you, Jolenta, is terrible. It's heteronormative. It's antiquated. It's narrow-minded. The gender roles are preposterous. The expectation of, like, what all men like, like— Dean does not give a fuck about how long or short my hair is, Yeah. for example. He has seen my weight go up and down 15 pounds here and there. That's like, whatever. He does not care. He does not care. And he has told me so much many, many times over the years. He doesn't care. And then this whole idea of like, I'm going to make him fall in love with me by making him popcorn instead of a four-course meal. Some of the bits of advice are just idiotic. Like, how would that make somebody love me? None of this makes sense. And is that why... I want a man to love me because I taunt him and take him for granted. Yeah, I'm like, you want him to want you because, like, you nagged him real hard? Yeah, and it just seems really unkind and disingenuous to the kind of person I am or the kind of relationship I want to have, which, you Mm. know, is more respectful. You know, yes, it can be playful, and it should be playful, but it shouldn't be mean. And I, I guess, though, the real question is, did the book work? Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess in some ways it did. I got Dean to tear himself away from his video games, and I got some physical affection. But I'm not sure if the latter is really an accomplishment, considering Dean is a total horn dog who always wants physical affection. Right. I was like, <laughs> this, this it's harder to get from Brad sometimes than Dean. Let's be honest. <laughs> and um, so I guess in that sense it worked, but maybe it didn't because that's just Dean. But – I don't know if anything else worked in the book. He didn't notice mm-hmm. half of the things I was doing. Right. I was going to say a lot of them elicited no response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, for all I know, Dean may have just like, he was busy with work and didn't notice. Or he just maybe thought I was having an off week or two. I, I don't know. But it didn't elicit the response the book said it would. It didn't drive him mad with love for me. And it made me feel kind of bad, you know? Like I said, it just didn't feel genuine to the kind of person I am. So I can't recommend this book, not for myself. If if you are a self-identified bitch and you like behaving this way, maybe this book is, like, great for you. And it just affirms that what you're doing feels good and gets you the results you want. But for me, no. I I hated this book. And I just, yeah, I can't recommend it. These bitches did not like this book. (laughs) That's it for this episode of By the Book. Huge thank you to our amazing production team at Stitcher, Corinne Wallace and Marcus Hom. Thanks also to Nate Wida, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos for performing it. Please stay in touch. Let us know if you've read Why Men Love Bitches, why you think you're a bitch, (laughs) why you don't want to be called a bitch. Send us any questions you have about books, suggestions for books. You can hit us up on Twitter at by the book pod 
same handle at Instagram. You can see pictures of us being bitches, which is just every picture of us. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Stitcher. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils, you'll want to invite everyone over, from book club to the fantasy league, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils are infused with two times more natural essential oils versus regular Airwick Scented Oils for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Hmm. Transform your space with scents like white sage and mahogany or lavender and water lily. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick.